So what, what can we and can we say here? You can say whatever you want to say. Right, <coughs> Excuse me, are you going to introduce yourself, mister? Are we on? We're on. We're, we're recording. Oh, my name is... A uh... little closer to the mic, please. Okay. Can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly. All right. Well, my name is Dave. Yep. And who, who are you and why are you here? Well, I'm a firefighter and I'm here because uh, you guys are uh, my good friends and uh, yeah. That's my first, pos- my first podcast with you guys. So. <laughs> okay, well, this is the first time we've had a firefighter on the podcast, so welcome. Indeed, welcome. Nope. Maybe... Do we flip it? Do we have to flip this thing every time? Can you, can you do that, though, and one person has one side of it and the other person has the other? Because it's, it's, it's at the angle, you know what I mean? No, turn it around. This way? The flat side is the mic. Of there, yeah. So if one, if you have one and the other person has the other, like back to back, you know, oh, like okay. that. There you go. Is that better? I'm getting a little too close to my. Yeah, I don't I know, know if right? I like this. No, I'm staring this is. Right <laughs> it reminds me of the fire hall. <laughs> this is this is just sound, boys. Nobody has to see that you're almost nose to nose. True, yeah, it's okay. Know, right? I know. That's. You should see how uncomfortable you two look right now. All right, we're, we have to invest in some more microphones. All right, if we're going to have guests, it's a learning experience, so we'll have to invest. All right, so next to you is... Oh, me, yeah, no, that's me. Me and Ben here with Dave, Dave Thornton, good guy. Uh, he spent over 25 years on the... We'll call... <laughs> Um, Just say Firefighter Dave. Firefighter Dave. That can Dave. be anyone, anywhere. Yeah, all right. So. Firefighter Dave. Been with the department for 25 years or... But now you just feel like yeah. a character off of In Living Color. I actually where... feel pretty old when he says 25 years. Like I don't know. I'm asking what the... Is it 25 years? He got pretty close to it. 20 years? Yeah. How many years of service have you been doing, sir? Many. Many. Many is a good number. 18. Okay, so... I'll... Almost two decades, two full decades. Okay. Crap, I'm old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you've seen a lot of things uh, oh, over yeah. the years. Yes, that's for sure. What was one of the first things that the uh, the guys where you started your job like would have done as far as hazing or something or? You know, playing playing on top of one another. If you know what I mean. Oh my God! Well, like they put shaving cream in your boots or something. Oh, no, I'll tell you one thing that they did. I'm not gonna say where it is, but when I mention it, the guys uh, that are firefighters might know the place I'm talking about. But I'm not gonna. <laughs> well, tr- nobody give listens. It away. To but anyways, so talking about the hazing is these guys were all tied up. These were all the new suits. <laughs> the new guys were tied up with their hands behind their back in like a trail, like a duck trail. And they couldn't get their hands away, but then there was uh, like uh, molasses and water dumped all over them, and then they were feathered, uh-huh. and then they were marched across all the ground, and uh, yeah, they looked like come on, really chickens, tired and feathered, tired and feathered in their underwear. This was eighteen yes. years ago. Yes, it was. Yeah. Okay. So the last one of them. Two thousand and five. Um, yeah, because now you can't really do it because it's it's not proper, I guess, Soft. but. So what happens when some new rookie comes on to a, a, a fire department's uh, department? Like, there's there's no hazing or welcoming or playing pranks. No, or it's pretty much you're always making the coffee and you're cleaning the bathroom. You got to have a cake and, and, and welcome right. them and, That's hey, right. welcome. And we all love you instead of taking no, them out and we just kinda... far tarring them and feathering them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Take the hose to them or, you know, depends <laughs> where it is. 
Depends when they're not. But don't they get like, they have to cook for everybody else and stuff like that? Is that not part of it? I don't know. Well, you tell me a new guy coming in, how good he's going to cook. Not so, <laughs> so you so always you want, want a guy that knows what he's doing <laughs> to cook, right? The huh. guy clean the floors and put the garbage out. Oh, make them do all the, the dirty probation. stuff. Exactly. Yeah, they can do that until they get used to what's going on and they know how to cook and, <laughs> you know, they realize the responsibility. But, uh, yeah, each department's different, I guess. And every rookie that comes in sits there and wants to go out and fight fires. But what they're doing is oh, they're always, cleaning the toilets and taking out the garbage. And vinegar and then reality. Kitchen of what it's really like and those fires. Well, hold are... on, wait, wait. What happened? Check, check. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I kicked the cable and everything went blank on me. There we go. So, other than that, why are you really here? How do we know you? Well, you guys just said, you know. You want to come over and drink? And I said, okay, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> or <laughs> the, the correct answer is. The old bait and switch. Yeah. No, I, sorry, what was it again? You guys have been feeding me too many drinks. <laughs> I said, the re- and other than you being a firefighter, the reason you are here today is because. Uh, because of my um, better half. Right. My, you know, Who is? Jess. And she's a. She's a Mexican, man. Let me tell you, you, don't She's piss them man. off, man. Oh, I'm a Mexican girl, but don't, you know what? So you're automatically part of the Latina circle because... Holy shit, I got told by these guys that don't ever piss her off. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Holy shit, did I ever find out. You piss off a Latino, a Mexican, you are in hot shit. Plus. We're talking hot pilot... <laughs> We're, you know, jalapeno oh, we can, we can, heat, uh, man. That's... We can even take it back to like two hours Can't hear you. Ago. You got to speak in. Two hours ago, uh, one of our three partners came over to the three of us while we're at the barbecue there. And literally the whole summer and all the weekends are already laid out and decided upon without... I don't know. Did you get any input? I just said yes, honey. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. That's it. That's right. the first I saw it, the whole summer planned out already. I was uh, stunned, but in some ways impressed. Like good she, to have that organization down. Yeah, she's organized, and she sat down with me before and goes, "Okay, this is what we need to do. How we plan out the days." And yeah, so it was good because it was scheduled, and then we don't cross book everything so it was yeah she's really really nice do me a favor pull this back between like straight back okay oh that hurt and then no like but so it's between it's this way on the two of you so you're both looking at me almost talking into it you know what i'm saying like okay you say something this is difficult three guys two mics and you say something uh see he sounds why are we pulling this back he sounds great. So you got to be on that side of it. I'm saying that that it may be two sided, but it's really only one side. Yeah. There yeah, we so go. We, okay. Did so he not fucking ask us? To yeah, do I did. That? I, <laughs> like I said 50, try it, but fifty. Uh, the experiment failed. <laughs> All right. Jesus. The mic has a split personality. There we go. That's Boom. good. All right. Well, you know, we're we're in the growing stages here at Shooting the <laughs> <Shai>, so... <laughs> These are some growing pains. <laughs> First guest, so thanks for coming on, Dave. We don't have any sponsors yet. Maybe if we get some sponsors, we'll get some. We need audio technical. Well, <laughs> you know what? If 
they did that. If people did that and stepped it up, you know, it could get a lot more interesting. You could get more people coming in. The microphone company that was in uh, the Titan submarine there, if they still have audio clips, I mean, that must have been a half decent mic. Yeah. But if you think about it, we started, it was just you and I, and then we tried having a topic. And then we tried not having a topic. Having a topic is better. And then we tried having Jaden as a special guest. Jaden as a special guest was challenging. And then we tried to do one where we could call focus. somebody. So we called your dad. We called my dad. No, I think we just called your dad. We called out to the island. And then we tried another one where you, we wanted video in there somehow. That was the one chip challenge. One chip challenge, yeah. And now we have an, a guest, an official a live guest. in show. Guest. So we've grown a little bit. So we have to get a couple more microphones. We have to get yeah, some. Yeah, we gotta get a new splitter. Oh, we I got more plenty of people we can bring in here. Be in there you go. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. Yeah, just get it set up, and let me tell you the stories will flow. Yeah, we we'll just bring a, a couple other firefighters. We're a couple of stories that we have, and let me tell you. We might have to rebrand. We can't be shooting the shit anymore. We have to be yeah. putting oh. out the fires or something. <laughs> crazy. Well, that would apply yeah. to being with a Latina putting out the fire. Like, <laughs> oh, and brings it back. <laughs> That's an all new type of girl. Yeah. Oh, man. So it's Canada Day just passed. Uh, what else has been happening? Kids graduated. You're going to be uh, empty nesters soon to come. Everybody keeps saying that, but they're going to come back. Like, they're not yeah, gone. Yeah, they're going to come back, oh, but it's going to be... Few and far between, you know. No, well, they run out of money. Isn't the thing to come True. back and say? Yeah, but even after, money. like, we'll go through this for the next five years because Isabel's just starting, right? So, at the end of that, they may still be here. They may oh, yeah. not leave. Oh, yeah. yeah, because you know what? The price of housing, all that. Yeah, exactly. Move back in. Exactly. That's all there is to it. They have to move back in. So yes, we're empty nesters, and maybe downsizing is a good idea. But we have to have room for them when they come back because they're going to come back. Oh, yeah. You think? Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't think how anybody today can get out there on their own, find a place, let alone a f- place that they can afford, right? That's true. And I'm not even saying buying. I'm just saying renting. Like, renting is gone. Otherwise, you're gonna rent a place that you can afford, and then have to commute two hours in and two hours out to get to your job or something. Although this generation, a lot of that will be online and stuff like that. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think anybody that has kids today, they should get their kids into AI and robotics. That'll be the future. Oh, that is totally the future. Hmm. Yep. Skynet. Learn, learn data warehousing and data processing and, and AI and uh, learn some mechanical robotics and you'll be set, man. Did I tell you guys about when uh, I was taking that online course for uh, cybersecurity? And, uh, Remember, Jen, you, you kept asking questions about oh, it, but I didn't know if you actually went through you, with so it. <laughs> Jess has got her friends over, and there's a certain lady there that she looks for prospects for people that are, um, you know, better looking or looking in that area, oh. and she can help you get jobs and all that. And Jess goes, go over and talk to her, just you know, ask her, you know, just talk to her about it, tell what you're taking. And I maybe I had one too many, but I went over there. And she goes, "Oh, so easy." So, well, I've been taking this course, CyberSex, on six courses of CyberSex, and uh, it's going quite well. And she's looking at me and I'm going, did, "Did I just say that?" I mean, six courses, six courses of cybersecurity is what I'm to say. And then the cyber six courses of CyberSex came out, and yeah, it didn't last long. <laughs> 
I wonder why she kind of looked at me like I had three heads and walked away. <laughs> but you know what? We learn, we move on. And yeah. That's what it is. That's why I stick with That's because you didn't have your upside down pineapple shirt on. Yeah, that's right. She had a little more than that. I had a big shirt with a smiley face on it. <laughs> Just, um, I'm okay. <clears throat> so that was that. So what do you do? So what kind of topic do you guys got going on here? What well, are we talking about? It's called shooting the shite, so it could be anything and everything. Oh, but okay. He likes to come prepared with with notes and uh, and and homework and whatever the topic is. So we've had some topics. We've had. Well, know, honestly, I think for this one, we should really just be trying to like pick Dave's brain, firefighter oh, Dave's okay. brain, sure. experience at the fire hall, craziest shit. Like outside, he didn't want to talk to us about you know the most uh, horrific things, even though he did sort of tell a a dark story but uh <laughs> i mean at the end of the day like that's kind of what we're here for uh no pressure though dave no firefighter well, dave you know it's a lot of it you're not supposed to really share or talk about so is that like part of your contract when you sign like pretty much it's sort of is like, it like yeah, the privacy respect, factor or respect for the uh the deceased, deceased yeah you know but people, but I can't you, give detail. I can give you a general idea. Well, I feel like the people in the fire halls they have to decompress some way. Like I've heard interviews yeah, with cops, it's, and it's like unfortunately it comes in like dark humor. Yeah, exactly, right? It, it helps uh, take the mind off it, unfortunately. But that's the truth. Yeah, but a lot of guys are uh, pretty good with it. We deal with. There's there's help within the department that you can. Uh, that's funny. I, I used to play hockey with a guy that was a, a firefighter in Oakville, and he said the exact same thing. I asked him, like, how do you how do you deal with that? Like, at the end of the day, and he said, we make jokes about it. Yeah. Not the dark humor part or anything, but he just said, simply, we make jokes about it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's what he meant. They make exact. dark jokes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. when the subject it's, material is what it we, is. We'd laugh at it if the general public heard us what the joke was. Yeah, they'd, they'd be mortified. You guys are... But at the same time, Idiots. it's like, well, then you've come fucking do it. You come <laughs> pick these balloon, yeah. water balloon pieces now, up. could you say the same thing? Like, if, if I'm a young person and I sign up to go into the, say, army, I don't really know what I'm getting into. I might be shipped off to a war in Afghanistan and I see a lot of bad shit and I come home and I'm traumatized by it, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah. you... Same thing could be said about a firefighter because both people are going into that role knowing that they're going to be exposed to some stuff, but you don't really ever know exactly how bad that stuff can be, right? No, it's usually a build up over time, and it's the type of person I, I believe that it's uh, age. If they're older and they've had the life skills um, going through, they can definitely deal with it better. But if you get young guys that are 22, 23 that don't have the life skills or the experience, and they start seeing traumatic events when they become older, that's when it's going to start hitting them. It's mm -hmm. going to, because what it is, is what we see is something that people see in the movies and we're there at that call dealing with it. So it, it kind of separates you from the general public and general society. You tend Absolutely. to see your own view on it and you, the general public can't handle it, but you can because you've dealt with it so long. So you kind of get hardened up to it, but the whole idea is you never lose your compassion. Mm -hmm. uh, what I always said that uh, no matter how many calls I've went to that are the same, I treat everyone with the same compassion because mm -hmm. that person is having 
one or the worst day of their lives. So I treat it like that. Just because I've went to 10 or 20 of them or 100 of them doesn't mean I treat it any yeah. less. You're there so. at their rock bottom. That's right. We're there when it's, uh, that's what we're all about, right? Mm-hmm. We're there when we're in need. But I met somebody once. <coughs> excuse me. I met somebody once that as long as she could remember, her whole future was becoming a paramedic. So she worked towards that. She became that. And then like in a year, she left it because she said, I had all these, this idea in my head about what I would be doing, but really it was a lot of going to houses because people had stubbed their toe or they had an ingrown toenail or something, or they had fallen down and we have to help them get up. She got into it because she wanted to, you know, be, you know, doing chest compressions and mouth to mouth and saving lives. But a lot of it was just these calls you get from the mundanities. Yeah. Yeah. You get anything and everything for, for example, a lot of people don't realize is when, people go unconscious, they lose their bowel, like they're... Right. So you're doing CPR or you're going to someone that's let all their bowel movement go. They've shit themselves. Pretty much. Yeah. And that's what you're dealing with. So you don't think of it. You think, oh, you're going to go to their CPR, you're going to be bandaging wounds or packaging and all that. Yeah, but you know what? You're... You're cutting off jeans. You're smelling off. Jeans yeah, you're, you're getting to create the smell. So cleaning it up. What I always did, because... Um, I had kind of a hard time with that, but but that's the least of the worries at the time. Is I kept a little um, container of Vicks, especially for oh the, yeah, you just smear it on your people, nose. The people that have been deceased for a long time oh, that have man. a very distinct smell. Which, Bringing it back to the Latinas. My again. mother would love you right now. <laughs> this is the mirror. So the Vicks, I put on, I strike it on my nose and go in because then it wouldn't be as potent because after someone's been deceased and they've been there for a week or so rico. Uh, they fill up with gas and everything and comes out and mm. yeah you, you get all types that way but, but that's just part of the job you know you gotta, you gotta expect that and that's what you're trained for and some people can do it and others can't you know mm. so we're talking about the paramedics there so I've always seen like my uncle was the chief in Scarborough he had a whole hall behind him and stuff and uh you know so i know a little bit about the relationship between the firefighters and the police but when you call 911 the paramedics are involved in that too so like what is the power structure there with well, all three of you showing up for the same kind of calls like how does it work it's called the the tier system and what it is is police are in there they're to control the the environment if there's any danger if there's any uh any fighting or anything like that like the the bad stuff that way um they look after like crowd control there are eyes and they're they they're the ones with the guns and the hands. they direct traffic and they can people they respect all, that they make it safe for fire yeah. and mm-hmm. paramedics to come in so what we do if it's an accident uh, the police will look after uh, the perimeter the perimeter exactly of of the onlookers and all that and we go in there we secure the scene to where we can get them removed to the paramedics to the ambulance or we can secure it where the paramedics can come in because they're more advanced than we are for uh for training and what they have that's why they're they're paramedics and we can get in so they can deal with that patient at that time but the whole idea is for the fire to get them out of their situation and ambulance to get them transported to the hospital it's called the golden hour and uh, it needs to be done. All that needs to be done in an hour 
to have a higher percent of survival. Of, Sounds like case. a project manager's wet dream. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's got to come together in an hour and like bang, bang, it bang, is, bang, bang. Is, yeah, or Hannibal Lecter from the A-Team. Yeah, I love so, it when a plan comes together. Yeah. So that, that's, that's what it is. You know, it's, everybody plays their part. And uh, some of the police don't like us, they, you know, because we get the rest at night. They call us pillow huggers. But, hey, we can take Basement that. Basement flutters. Know. Yeah, we sometimes do that. Yeah. <laughs> what are they? What, what's it's the in the nick- walls. And you can't get. You know, you can't get to it. You what's what's the nickname for the cops? Parking ticket um, guy or something. What? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I've never really. I've gotten along with most of them. And so. where do the paramedics fit in? Like I know usually it's police and firefighters butting heads. Are you but talking about at like the police versus firefighters in hockey or something or? Well, that's a real thing. They all work yeah. together. Like, yeah, but that's a real thing. I know. They go off on each other in their hockey games. Oh, we do. Yeah, there's a little bit of rivalry, right, between the. the but I'm saying, like, our our paramedics, like the redheaded stepchild of the fucking family here, or what? <laughs> Where did the they fit in? There's, yeah, they, we we all do. We all serve a part in the in the service. So I would never be. Being a, a firefighter, I never uh, condemn or speak well, badly of paramedics. Are the paramedics place. not a little uh, on the strange side, perhaps? Or how's the bedside manner? Listen, man, you look at the jobs we all do between police, fire, and ambulance. We're all different. You know, we're different than <laughs> the, the average person, right? Oh, just to get into that world. Yeah, to want yeah. to be into that yeah. service. But yeah. there's something a little scary. screwy up up above. Yeah, well, sometimes, yeah, yeah. The lights are on, but there's nobody home. Like you have to be a special person to. It's the fight or flight, right? Basically, it is, and that's what you have to control. Yeah, is your fight or flight because that's why. uh, Yeah, a lot of the firefighters actually end up with heart attacks because they over time get too much adrenaline, and that's what opens and closes your veins. It's like an elastic band. So, the more that happens, when you think about it, okay, if your veins are when you get an adrenaline rush, your veins open and close. Okay, and that's what makes you have all the strength, all the power, because your veins open up and the blood's pumping through. You get more oxygen, so you're feeling good. Now, you think about elastic band. We keep pulling it back and forth. It's like a vein opening and closing, opening and closing, opening and closing. So what happens to an elastic band? It gets weak as time goes. So now that vein or your veins aren't as tight closed. They're more open, so your heart's got to pump quicker or harder to push the blood to your body so over time your heart is actually getting more of a workout than the average person and then that's when you end up having a cardiac arrest or heart problems a lot of people don't know that but that's why firefighters are told to do the best to control their adrenaline but you do need it there when you you know when danger is there so yeah so people don't know that did you have to do any like swimming training for any of it? Yeah, or? we had to tread water for 15 minutes. Like I'm sitting here staring at the dumbbells, and if we throw one of those into the pool, like you can pull it out no problem? Or uh, I, w- I wouldn't go in after a dumbbell, to tell you the truth. <laughs> it's got to be a living, breathing organism, That's or I'm right. not, not going to risk my, my shrinkage. It's for survival, right? <laughs> I have to go home with Justinette. I cannot handle shrinkage. I just look at you and go, well, go have fun with that. (laughs) God. Yeah, so. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So we all have fun. Driving the trucks and the... But here's something to tell you. 
a lot of people see a lot of fire halls, right? And they think, oh my God, like, there's another fire hall. There's another fire hall. People realize there's only four people to a fire hall. Usually that's this headquarters. So there are a lot of fire halls around because the response time is supposed to be within three minutes from that hall in that area. That's why fire departments usually show up either before police or ambulance. That's why we're trained pretty much at a paramedic, le paramedic level because um, we're there. We do our, our best to stabilize them to pass over to the paramedics where there's more advanced care. But uh, yeah, the police are out in the road. So from that area, they're going to arrive before us too. But that's the reason why fire usually arrives all the time first is because there's so many fire halls and they're three minutes away from their, shot, from their, uh, from their call. Any more question, guys? Come on. <laughs> yeah, what was the what was your first call on the job? My first call on the job. Holy cow. I think it was uh just an MVC. It was on the four oh one. Sorry, uh, MVC for the folks at home. Okay, motor it's vehicle, a motor vehicle collision. collision. Yes. Right. <laughs> an MVA's motor vehicle MVC. accident. MVC. So there's MVC and MVA. <laughs> So MVC is a motor vehicle collision with another MVA is a motor vehicle accident, which could be into a pole or a tree or something. It's a single. Ah. Uh, so I would say that was probably my first call was uh, off the 401 where a car decided to go down in the rhubarb and for whatever reason. And yeah, we just had to kind of look after him. But he was all right. He lived. He was. The, we just get him to the paramedics ambulance and then they transport him. And then from there, there's a lot of times we don't hear what happens to them um, because it's the max hands at that point. So we don't know if they, they make it or don't make it. Sometimes we'll inquire when it's a very severe, critical. severe and it's a give and take where we really don't know what happens. Sometimes, you know, okay, yeah, they're probably not going to make it or they do make it. So just for us, for um, knowing how well we did at the call, we'd like to hear if they made it or not. And that way we know that what we're uh, doing is right client satisfaction yeah. survey <laughs> well yeah then you can that's just part of it right? you're, you're, you're trained you're highly trained you just want to make sure that what you're doing is right and uh, what was the first mortality on scene more fatality no your first yeah fatality you've seen holy cow that was... did you see one before you actually entered the job or uh, once again probably just a car accident where they're yeah, the kind of, uh, exp you know, tossed out of the car or whatever. So no um, seatbelt. No seatbelt. You right. feel remorse when they don't, don't have their seatbelt or <laughs> make it any easier or no? It doesn't matter what they're wearing, what they're, the fact is we're just there to, to help them. I don't think about what they were doing or what they weren't doing. I'm just there to... So the the fire department is, is a bad moniker then because you're not really just dealing with fire. You're oh, fire and rescue. We're, yeah, we're, we're everything. We do yeah. everything from white, uh, ice water rescue, confined space, Like I always, I, rise, I always thought of it like you're called because there might be a possibility of a fire, right? Like if there's a car crash, no. it might go on fire. So let's call the fire department. No, but it's we, not that. You're, anything and everything yeah. we go to. So you have to be... Train every area. Like for fire, but also at, like you said, almost like as a paramedic. Almost. Yeah, we're, we're trained one, uh, one below paramedic, pretty much at paramedic level, that's what's coming to. That's why they're having, um, the states have paramedics and fire halls because there's paramedic firefighters. Now, and a lot 
here's one of the problems is because there's paramedics, there's P1, P2, P3. So you get these paramedics that are hired as firefighters. So we go to a call, say the, this firefighter prior to being a firefighter was a paramedic two or P3. We go to the call and he's more advanced than that paramedic set there that might've been on for a couple of years. So he's trying, he's working with them, but he might correct them on some things, but that paramedic goes, well, what are you telling me? He goes, you're a firefighter. So there's a little bit of the friction that comes in where there's, uh, but they don't realize that there's firefighters that were paramedics prior. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That, that, fire! That, that's fire! Most, <laughs> that smoke takes me back. Man. Fire in the hole! Fire! Fire! <laughs> just for those that can't see it, I'm just—he's—he's uh, he's blowing a vape on me. So <laughs> it's I think he's trying to take me back into time or something. Bring some triggers back to firefighter yeah, yeah. Dave. Maybe that's some fun. contact high. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> That's great. I'm holding back my drink because that's usually I put it out. You know, as they put the wet on the red or put the wet on the red. Let's put it. So, <laughs> but I don't want to waste my drink. Come on, it's full of Red Bull. That's right. <laughs> that that stuff will give you wings. Maybe we could be sponsored by Red Bull. Oh, that'd be great. When was the first? I think Red Bull should get in there on that. When was the first time you ever had a Red Bull? First time I had a Red Bull. <clears throat> Was that a staple in the uh, in the in the firehouse because you had to stay awake? Like you were the no 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 no. We never. There's no Red Bull. There's nothing in fire departments. The guys aren't taking really. They're not into it. Take. They don't take anything like that. Red Bull or oh, anything. Yeah, I guess too much. I can't. If you yeah. But does, most like, we have is coffee. You're not. You're not all sleeping at two o'clock in the morning. Like there's somebody up, right? Yeah, dispatch. So there's one person out of the four that you said are at every place. Well, there's a couple of dispatches always up, and then we get toned out. So go if you're if it's in your area, then the tone goes off at your hall, and right. then you're up and out. So you're not really sleeping; you're resting. It's just oh my a, god, that would drive me bananas. Be yeah, okay oh, I couldn't. It's you don't go into deep sleep because I'd I'd just yeah. be like falling asleep, and all of a sudden you'd be called, and by now I'm all groggy, and it's some. But, that, but that's the thing. You're getting into a deep sleep. If you don't, if you get into a light sleep where you can wake up and you're just, okay, it's no, like a I, nap. But I would be not. cranky. Like, I'd be tired and cranky. And well, then maybe you shouldn't be a fire. Exactly. <laughs> that's, I, I'm, I'm the first to raise my hand and say, this Negative. this job. I've always said, look, we look. what's it's on my wall here? passion for you, buddy. Do I, have, do I have photos of firefighters on my wall in my man cave here in my office and in my, my recording studio? No. no. I have the Toronto Maple Leafs on the wall. Why? Because we idolize them. But we should idolize right. doctors and nurses and firemen and policemen, the people that actually protect us. Well. That actually go out into danger. But we'll, we'll love somebody like Jordan because they make $40 million a year and they can do this and that and the other. It's craziness. Yeah. Well, most of the guys huh? don't need that. Like it's Michael. We, we do it because we love it. Right. It's a yeah. passion. We don't, we don't need to be told we're heroes and all that. Like that's a pretty, pretty strong word. I think that guy that's not trained to do something Ooh. good, say rescue someone or 
or what have you, that's a hero. The guy that runs into the house to save his family or his dog, who's not really a firefighter. And that can run into trouble doing that. Peyton Hillis. Peyton Hillis just saved his uh, niece and daughter or something. Two members of his family jumped in the water. Who's this? Peyton Hillis. Who's that? Former running back in the NFL. Ah. And he just jumped into the, I think it was the ocean, and he saved him, but he almost drowned. Oh, yes, yes. That's from you're not trained in it. It can be. Well, you live, thankfully. But there's also times like that where the people do that, and they're they like they can't swim. They they jump in to save their dog or their little oh, yeah. their little I mean, child. They, they can't. If it's your dog, just let it go. And they die as well because they yeah, can't swim. Yeah, that's just it. But you're just so, like instincts kicked in. The fight yeah. or flight. I feel like I would. Yeah, jump right. in. I'd jump in if Oreo was in the if Oreo was in the lake or whatever. Even if it's freezing, I'd jump in. I'd get her ass out of there. You just kick. You don't push down on the ice. You got to kick your legs to try and come up level. Uh, I, I, that's them. ice water rescue. That's very, yeah, it's very. You need dangerous. the picks and shit too. You like, need a lot. Like yeah. that is a whole new game. Like and this. is there actually like those type of um, uh, um, courses or something? Like you have to be There's, ice rescue certified. Right? Like absolutely, right? you have you to be. In. Department you, rescue certified. You have to have the equipment. Yeah. Absolutely. There's technicians. There's um, wow. your, your basic ice water rescue. There's operations. And then there's your technician where you're more advanced. But it's all about having equipment, knowing how to use it, everybody being together and who's performing the rescue to coordinate and what they're doing. It's a whole new new ball game. Like and yet, like uh, forest fire firefighters are different than... Firefighters. It's totally different training, totally different. too. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not even... I'd have to go through a course. I have 50-yard courses through the uh, the OFM, through Ontario Fire Marshals College, but I have nothing in the forest firefighting. I would need to go in there because I don't know anything about it hmm. at all. It's a whole new... you got to be able to read the their fire. you got to know what areas to cut out. and It's just a whole different... And, and do you game. think that's like the, you know, the, the firm team of being a firefighter? Like, I can't, I can't find a job a as a firefighter, team. so I'm going to go find a forest firefighter role. No, I know. I because again, you have to have certain, something it's, mentally, because you have to be able to go off into the middle of nowhere, like be around oh, nobody. And the thing right? is, you're, it's heavy. Like those guys have a lot of heavy lugging. It's oh, yeah. just not like us lugging for a truck going to a That's house. Right. You're not going down going, a paved street. They're exactly. in the middle of nowhere. They're, going through, they're lugging hoses, lines. They're going through the forest. These boys need to be farm boys. Yeah. That are built. Like, you got to really like it to yeah, do it. It's right? got to be passion. Any anything job like that. Either either you, you know, you have the heart to be a police or fire or, or paramedic. It's just. It's almost like a calling, and those are the guys that are going to keep the heart for it. Um, you know, some guys have the heart, or they just wear the T-shirt. Is the money better because it's a harder job to be a um, forest fire fighter? I don't know what forest firefighters make, but it's mm. it's not so much about the money. It's uh, because a lot of the calls I've talked to a lot of guys have gone to calls, just different cities, different departments, and they've gone to calls where. They said they just made their year's pay just on that call. Was that dangerous? Wow. Why? Could it's, you get danger pay? No, no. Just that for them to do what they had to do, like how dangerous it was, mm-hmm. they'd have to be offered their full year's wage just oh. to do that one call. Oh, my God. So it's just that expression, right? Jesus. So 
it's there's a lot of calls you the average person you say oh, i'll give you forty thousand dollars if you go in there like yeah screw that no way man and again that's what i'm saying like we'll pay singers and and, and actors and and people in sports millions of dollars for entertainment but people that have to make that kind of a decision like i'm gonna risk my life to go and save 16 babies who are who are homeless <laughs> like no revenue yeah, yeah like, well a lot of people know of us but don't know what we do until we're there yeah and that's sure. the thing we're just kind of we're there you know um fortunately <laughs> the fire don't give tickets like the police so we're not Oh, you're not not liked, right? Right. But the police, women, they'll on the other hand, they cream for a fireman. Any 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 (laughs) crazy (laughs) shit happen on the job in that regard? Like, I'll give you an example. Well, that escalated quick. Well, when dad, (laughs) no, wait, (laughs) and I don't. It doesn't have to keep away from. It doesn't have to just be sexual, but it would it would be funny or interesting if it was. But um, what I'm saying is, like, dad broke his ankle and severely, severely, like he broke it in a bad way. And he was down on the floor in the basement, and I knew enough to call nine one one, and they came. And then the, I believe it was paramedics. I'm not sure if it was paramedics or fire, to be honest. But in any case, help arrived, and they saw him, and they knew right away. Like, yeah, we got to bring the stretcher down. We can't move him. Like, try and move him, pick him up. Like, he's gonna go into shock. Oh God. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> he's yelling like, "Call nine one one!" Mom's like. You know, in her advanced age with her health problems, like, ah, I don't call 911. He's okay. He's like, yes, fucking call 911. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so they come and then they look at him. They want to bring the stretcher down, but he's like, well, we'll take a picture while I'm down here, like in his weird way. And uh, basically, I'm standing there in front of the paramedics team, whatever, and blocking them, like, well, he, hold on. The, the guy down with the broken ankle actually wants me to take a photo of this right now. And they were kind of just like, get out of the way, man. Like, <laughs> like, have you ever had any sort of weird scenarios like that where, like, someone's embracing what the hell's going on? Or... Oh, yeah, yeah. There's always – because it's a shot for people. It's it's not something they see every day. So it's – people handle it, handle it differently all the time. That's why – you have your captains because they're your eyes while we're doing all our work. Um, there are eyes. And if there are bystanders, the captains are good for taking them to the side and kind of directing that. So no one does get in your way. So as I say, we all work as a team and you know, when the paramedics arrive, we assist them. We don't tell them what they should be doing. Uh, they'll ask us maybe the best way of doing it if it's removal. Um, but the packaging and all that, you know, we, we all work together. It's, well that's great thank you dave i think that's all the time we have uh ben i don't know if you had any follow-up questions but uh no i'm i'm good that was all good stuff and you can all see me in the calendar and (laughs) (laughs) two dollars a calendar or what are they up to now twelve dollars how much is a a fireman's calendar cost i have no idea give it a plug it all goes to charity (laughs) cheesy as it is it all goes to charity and if that link becomes available we'll be sure to share it all with you thanks for listening okay good